Teachers, this is Aaron. I'm with Patrick. As always. All right, man. What is 22nd of August? Yeah, I mean, every day is the same. <laughs> I think it's Wednesday, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, if we weren't working at all, I'd really have no I'd idea. I have no clue. I know, mean, yeah, the coming to work just kind of helps string together days, even though they all feel like one long Tuesday. They but. do. Yeah, but uh, mistakes, I, I can't really think of any. I'm sure we made some, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we said some things that probably, you know, I think I'm, could or should have been corrected. I'm kind of getting over that. Because anyone that's like listened to or done a podcast knows that it's kind of like a first date scenario. Yeah. Like you can't just walk back everything you say, or you know, just the whole <laughs> thing will be you walk. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Right. And like you can't really do that. So unless we say something like really terrible, right? Which I hope we never do. <laughs> then, then I would hope you would stop listening if we right. were just saying like. Great. But unless we do that, I think I'm done with like going back and. Yeah, I agree. All right. I'm usually perfect anyway. So yeah, that's so true. It's that. usually me going off on a tangent <laughs> and then saying something. I'm like, what did I just say? I don't mean that. All right, sure. so we started struggles. Uh, you want to go ahead? Because my struggle kind of ties into the highlights. So I was looking okay, for I was looking, can do I was, Yeah, I was looking for a smooth uh, segue. You see me over here podcasting it out, right? <laughs> yeah, in the biz, the segue. <laughs> You're right, the segue. So, <laughs> I'm trying to get fans like you. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my struggle is... Um, we're still with the same kids all day. Right. Which I'll kind of, you know, you get used to stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but my struggle is, um, and this happens here, kids just decide they're done with you, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you said something you shouldn't have said, which does yeah. happen here. I'm not going to act like, I mean, that happens. It happens. Like, um, I'm not saying I like say anything insulting, but maybe you raise your voice when you shouldn't have. Um, so we just have one kid right now, he's just done with me. Yeah. And when you're, when you're seeing a kid once a day for 45 minutes, it's fine. But Cause you can kind of ignore right. or, or just try different strategies. But when I'm with them all day, I can't ignore behaviors. And so we're kind of just stuck right now. Yeah. Um, like I talked the other day and I was like, hey, bud, I don't know. I understand you're done with me. You told me you're done with me. <laughs> you told me you want to switch classes. You, know, you told me all these things. But I, I have to address your behaviors. Yeah. You know, you're I still here. Just, right. I just can't just ignore you. And uh, he actually apologized to me at the end of the day. Nice. So that was part of... Um, because I, like, I, I kind of lost my temper and was going back and forth. With, and he's not a, he's very rigid. Yeah. So he's not a kid you want to do that with. But he, at the end of the day, we apologize to each other. So I'm hoping tomorrow. It'll be good. Because it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> and you've been having to come in yeah. and kind of calm him down. It's been an experience. And he, like, he's one of those kids where, like you said, like, you, it's never that you're saying or doing anything on purpose. But, like, it, I, I think, uh, you know, I think, what, what do you feel like? You felt like you, you, did, you broke a promise, I think was his words. Yeah, so I told them last week. Yeah, because it was supposed to be 100 every day. I said we'll either go to the gym or outside. Because mm -hmm. if we went outside, it was gonna have to be at like 8:30. Right. Um, we we won't do both. And then yeah. this week we're doing both because it's nicer outside. And he, you know, he's he's all, he, he's, he's he's very rigid. His concrete, yeah. his thinking is concrete. So the schedule says once <laughs> right. we go once. And I even wrote it up there. But I, I and I said something on Friday. Yeah. Because I looked at the weather, but I guess he didn't hear me or, and he's just yeah, on the spectrum. I can't trust you. Yep. Like I, I'm done with you. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. I just wanted a little clarity. I didn't. I don't want people to think you're in here like beating the kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. or telling them that they're worthless. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but there are. I, I guess when I say that, I, I've never like insulted a kid yeah. or. Um, but there are times when you, you you engage in a power struggle. Yeah. Which yeah, would yeah. probably be effective 
power struggles around, but with other children, you might be able to change. But when our kids are that rigid, especially on the spectrum, you're just participating in a conversation that is just heightening them right. and could lead to an aggressive behavior right. or could lead to long-term damage in a relationship when it's not necessary. And like you said, in normal situations or circumstances, you know, four, five, 45 minutes, you're into the period, and then you, you know, you start, you get a whole redo for the next day right. when they come in. But you know, where we are now, like, just yeah, yeah he, it's it's Groundhog Day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. But that's the first time I've I ever heard say, him apologize. I would so, say that yeah. well, that's huge. So yeah. I mean, the fact that like he's been doing really well, actually, the fact that like you know, because he's. It's like the second or third time you guys have kind of butted heads, but have come back together. <laughs> again. So it's been great to watch and be around, man. That's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, but I'll go. I'll go now. My struggle um, this week is, um, you know, I don't know if we said it before, but we probably have, is that you know, sometimes we don't um, try to read too much into the information that we're provided you know, on kids, like their intake or, or their histories or their past, um, because it can be misleading. Um, on what the student, who the student is when they're presented to us and who they are for us. And also, it gets really hard um, reading some of the stuff and, and knowing some of the trauma and adversity that our kids face. And it's, uh, I did go back, because we've gotten a lot of new kids, and so I was going back and just kind of, you know, reading some stuff just to trying to get familiar with, and it just, just some of the atrocities, you know, that these kids are exposed to so young, um, so many different aspects or levels, it's, it's a struggle just knowing that that is happening to someone. Right. It's just, just having the information for me this week is, is just knowing that this has happened to this young child and you know they are having to deal with that and just just having to know that or, or to deal with that kind of, think of that kind of experience is, is struggle. Right, and that's, that makes it, when we talk about, um, I know sometimes we're talking about, talking about how many chances we give a kid and not, and, but if you had read some of these, yeah. like we'll never get into a specific kid, but we have kids whose parents have given them drugs, whose parents have made them perform you know, sexual acts on family members. All that horrific stuff you think is only happening in movies, yeah. like that happens to our children. Yeah. And then so to expect a kid like that to be able to give them a, a directive and them say F you and then you come back at them, yeah. that's not reality. Yeah. Like it's, it could, I mean, some kids like that, they're never gonna, well, none of them are ever gonna fully heal. Mm -hmm. But the only chance is just through love and patience. Time. And yeah. understanding and listening yeah. to them. And um, like coming back at them and saying that sounds, even that sounds crazy, that's so insulting. So because insulting. they're they're what their reality is is not our reality. Not so yeah. yeah, I mean, I've read, it's funny you said because I read one, we just had a kid whose parents gave up rights, mm -hmm. and I reread his stuff, and he had the worst history I've ever seen. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. yeah but the, the flip side of that, segueing into my, <laughs> my highlight, is that, really <laughs> is that um, you do get a chance to spend time around the kids, and you know, uh, you know the, like the student you just mentioned, um, you read that, and you hear what's happening to him, and you, you, you read about you know, uh, or his history, but to watch the student that he is now and how he's progressed and how he's who he is where he is now is a huge difference um, so it's it's on one hand you you have to hear and uh, all of the adversity and trauma right but on the other hand you get to be part of the experience of them growing and being better and um, trying to you know help them come to the other side and, and also like if they're not a representation of the paper most of the times, yeah. you know, so it's it's great to be in the classroom um, or on campus with the kids, and you read something horrible or horrifying, and that's not the child that's sitting in front of you. And it, it's such a such a great thing to see such resilience in someone so young that they're not affected 
by that in a way that they still can have a conversation with you. They can still be polite. They can still be genuine and loving and caring, even with all of that happening to them. So, I mean, just having, like I said, read a bunch of stuff and then, you know, to to deal and, and, and socialize with those kids, same kids as stuff that I'm reading about, and just how it's completely different and it's just such a nice time to spend being, being around them and not having to think about all the things that they've gone through. Yeah, and that, it is... It's so crazy reading about a kid because we'll, we'll get kids has been trying to kill their sibling, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then you actually, and it's the same way with adults. I'm sure if you, I've, I've never like gone in and done like prison ministry. I'm not acting like yeah. I have, but there are people that have done horrific murders, rapes, all that kind of stuff. It comes from a place of, of their reality. They don't have a reality. Right. They saw terrible things when they're younger. You you develop that. You see it with their kids. You don't get the. You're not given the opportunity to get the tools to right. kind of cope or deal with life situations that happen to you like that and then yeah I mean where are you expected to go right. like when you see a violent act in a quote unquote normal childhood or a normal upbringing that's going to affect you our kids it's not like it's that not like because that. they've already seen all that stuff they've been hardened in that way right. and so the only way to help them is not to tell them they're a bad person is to try to bring back some normalcy some some, some little bit yeah uh, oh. <laughs> alright but that I was, was like you want to take it dark I can go darker <laughs> but I'm glad we talked about that because it's 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 just not it's like like we always talk about it. it's I, I'm sure the same for you it's changed my whole perspective of when I meet people yeah I don't judge people on anything right and I'm not saying I'm obviously I still have preconceived and all that stuff yeah, yeah yeah but just like oh man yeah I know all right yeah. highlight I'm gonna say you got your highlight you got your <laughs> highlight so my highlight besides the kid apologizing to me, <laughs> which was huge which was incredible is we have the talent show coming up yes and. Um, I'm not going to talk much because I just talk too much. But our kids are super <laughs> excited. And um, even and it's the same thing, like same similar thing. Like even if the kid's not super talented, the willingness of a kid who's been through all this stuff to go up in front of a group of people, yeah. we'll be doing it virtually, and like sing or dance or whatever they want to yeah. do for five minutes is awesome. So yeah. I'm super excited about I that. I mean, yeah, agreed. I can't wait to see what the final product is and, and see all the kids be involved that, that are going to be yeah. involved. Great. Um, so getting to know you, yes. congrats that segment. Uh, <laughs> Patrick. Who, have you ever met anybody, uh, I guess, famous or quote-unquote celebrity? Yeah, so, well, when I was about 11 or 12, uh, someone I was related to worked for the Atlanta Hawks, right? So, nice. So after the game, I was very excited to go in the locker room and um, just say the majority of the players were naked when I got in. <laughs> and as an 11 or 12-year-old, I wasn't very excited after a little, that. A little traumatizing, maybe? <laughs> yeah, but I did meet the campaign with Tumbo, Stacey Augman, and then I went in the other tunnel. They were playing the Bullets at the time. Okay. And uh, George Murison and John nice. Howard. John Howard was... Jay Howard. I was like, why does he have six girlfriends? And my <laughs> uncle's like, just go ask for John <laughs> <laughs> But, but I, don't, I hope, hope Jay Howard is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was, he actually, like, they were, there were six females circling him. That is what was happening. Yeah. Uh, and he stopped. He called me little man. He signed my autograph, and I was so happy. Nice. So that's a great example. Like, ten, that took 10 seconds for him. For sure. And, and I remember saying. that till now, which right. is kind of embarrassing. But anyway. <laughs> no, that's all good. All right. Man. So I'm just, just going to throw the same question back on. Yeah, the plastic man. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> um... I have. Uh, I think the most recent, um, I was in, uh, I went to a concert, and um, after the show, I, was, uh, they, I guess they were staying at the hotel where the concert was, and so we were just kind of walking around, and uh, Eric Sermon was walking around, uh, talked to Eric Sermon for a little bit, um, Parrish Smith came up and started talking to Parrish Smith for a little bit, uh, who else was there? Uh, Havoc and Prodigy, well, Havoc from Mob Deep 
talk to him for a minute and so that's pretty cool. So you actually got to have like conversations? Yeah, like oh, Eric Sermon incredible. Eric Sermon is cool. Like like uh, at least he was that night. Like he asked us what we were up to, what we were doing. Some, yeah. Like not just like hey, hey what's up, but right. no, like seriously is engaged. Yeah. Same thing with Parrish when he when he saw us and we got That's him. awesome. It was cool, man. Because I feel like that's hard to turn on and off. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be super nice to a stranger. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't think and then like the next day be like a huge <laughs> sure, jerk. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. No, yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely never had any like kind of conversation like no, that. No, I mean I mean I and I've seen other people out. Like, I think I saw Alonzo Morning out one time. I saw Baron Davis once, like way back when he was still at UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did see Ryan Tannehill. No, when what? I was, when we were in, I was in Italy visiting my brother who lives over there, <laughs> and of course my younger brother said yelled at him. Like he, he walked by with his wife, and we we're like, that looks like him. How many six five, two hundred fifty pound men can there be in Italy? But yeah, but the, but yours is way better. I've never talked to anyone, just yelled at him or like covered my eyes and asked for an autograph. All right, so resource of the week, um, and we we talked about this way back. Way back. I looked way back. Way back. Yeah, I had so, to go back to. Yeah, we missed our year anniversary. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even get you anything. <laughs> I know, man. But uh, so this is like kind of one of the first eye-opening things you see when you start working in this field is the ACES. The ACES court, yep. Um, so it's 10 questions, and it goes everywhere from um, were your parents divorced to like, you know, did anyone ever touch you inappropriately, all that right. stuff. Um, but it just, it shows, like we were talking about earlier, why the behaviors of our kids happen. Because mm-hmm. some of the stats, if you have a score of four or higher, and we'll list them, um, you have a 1,200% higher chance to attempted suicide. Yeah. So that's just that's the only stat we'll talk about because I'll, I'll put them all up. But I mean, just so there are reasons for behaviors. Yeah, and then, I mean, and again, I think the, the well, not I think, I know for sure, the earlier podcast about the ACEs, we went into depth and what it is, but it's, uh, it was, a, and it was originally a study done um, through Kaiser Permanente, right. uh, trying to figure out, uh, make a connection to certain health um, concerns that were being seen in certain uh, populations and, and areas. So, and th- that, the ACEs score was something that came out of that, was a byproduct of that. Um, Right, and the Kaiser Permanente study was with their employees. Yeah. So these weren't, this wasn't like, we, we talked about this last time too, this wasn't like going into the trailer park in the Appalachian Mountains. Right. These were people who had, who were know, working again, jobs, yeah, right. all that stuff. And it's like, so like you said, heart disease, depression, lung cancer, obesity, mm-hmm. all of those things. And I've talked about that before, embarrassingly enough, I used to kind of have a, a judgment of people who were overweight. And then you read something like that, and it's like, it increases your chance of obesity by like, 300 400%. Right. So what am I doing? Like <laughs> right. stop paying a jackass. <laughs> like you don't know what you don't know that person. Right, right. So stop judging them. Right. It, <sighs> so, yeah. So there you go. Please check that out. The yeah. ACE scores. So now we're on a feel good story of the week. Yeah, right? we are we feeling good. Start with this Let's one. Feel, yeah. Uh, this one came with us came to us um, he's one he might be one of the examples of where um, just proper placement um, and finding his right niche or group and um, all of the staff kind of being part of helping him find out where that was Um, because I can't say that there are very many um, behavior issues Um, he would get really frustrated or upset sometimes and maybe tune out and um, make the baby talk yeah 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 yeah. Um, but um, I think it was had a lot of connect was connected to a lot of just like not like I said not being part of feeling proper placement um, so, uh, like I said, abuse is probably one of the examples of like, the student comes in, helps to, we help everybody involved, all these staff involved helping to find the right place. And once he did, we kind of started to see some of the behaviors teeter off and um, he's actually getting ready to discharge soon. Yeah, and I had, um, so his, like, the behaviors were just like, 
like you said, very low frustration tolerance. Yeah. So like something would happen and he would just put his head down and yeah. that was it for the day. Yeah. Or he would, like he would literally revert to like a four year old. So I don't know what the trauma was, but he would start like bad, like literally like making mm. goo goo gaga noises and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I had I had someone, and Aaron, I'm definitely gonna need your help with this. But I had, <laughs> I had someone like tell me last week they loved the podcast and they liked the, the feel good stories are favorite part, but like like it's hard for them to understand sometimes why the behaviors changed. Mm. And I was trying to say like some sometimes, especially a kid like this, like if they're in the public school setting, and I'm not blaming the teachers or, or whoever works the public right. school setting, there is just not the there's not the appropriate response because you're not you, first of all you don't have the time if you have 30 kids right. And second of all, you know, you don't have the, the skills. So it's like, if a kid acts like that in our placement, then we're gonna maybe ask questions, why are you acting like that? How can we help you? Right. And then that helps the kid, I guess, get to know themselves, and then eventually the behaviors improve. Right, right. But we have tons of examples of that with of, other of kids, right? right. Um, and I mean, and I think a lot of times, um, what we're, we have the opportunity here is that, like you said, we have less students and we have more time. Um, so we can dedicate um, some of those questions and finding out why. And so that's why we see some of the behaviors change here. Um, and, and that goes back to like, kind of like what I was saying is that we can help find placement because a lot of it is therapy. So it's, it's trying to figure out, you know, like, okay, so what will help. So in this case, with our feel good story, this case, like, you know, it come to find out like he wanted to be part of the cosmetology group. Right. And so he, instead of being in his elective, which I feel, if I remember correctly, was culinary. He got pulled out of culinary and, and transitioned into cosmetology, where he was more comfortable, you know, doing hair and nails and 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 all those things. So, again, being just being in the right placement sometimes um, helps with that. And you know, like I said, or like you said, um, we're lucky in that aspect is that we do have the time. Um, right. And so we'll have kids. You know, we taught us we'll have kids to say, "You're a b-word. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you." Right. And at our placement, we're able to say to them, because all they these are the worst kids in their class. These are right. kids who have been expelled. These are kids who have at times been arrested. These are kids who have been in court. So every, like, the majority, almost all, if not all, the feedback they've heard about themselves is negative. Right. So, hey, like, I may be a B word, but what is beating me up going to do for you? Right. And I, I hear you use that line all the time. Okay, so you, you want to fight him? When you win that fight, what does that do? Then what? And then you're like, well, he'll shut up. And you're like, how long do you think he's going to shut up for? Not long, right. right? So then they can kind of talk through why they're feeling the way they are. And then I think the biggest thing with helping our kids is compliments, yeah. right? Like finding those little things. You know, we've talked about like your shirt, right. you're funny. Yeah, small connections. Right. Um, and another, uh, right next to the, the, the finding the small connections, I think is the consistency, right? I think you were, you were telling me earlier um, about the, you know, the, you and the student who are, who apologized to you, like, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, you know, we'll see tomorrow, right? right. So, like, that's, that's what we have, you know, the, the idea that, you know, it's, we'll be here tomorrow. So them, even good, bad, or ugly, you know, they may not want to see you tomorrow, he may not want to see you tomorrow, but there's something about knowing that you will be there tomorrow. Um, so, even if it's not a, you know, necessarily a physical presence, um, sometimes that does help to make some of the behaviors changes that they, you know, especially with our population, you know, they're not used to someone being there right. um, consistently. Right. Um, and, and that person that's there, like, hey, buddy, I wanted to apologize again about yesterday. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be good from going here on out. Right. And that's probably not the case. Yeah. But they're used to, like, coming into class and the teacher not wanting to see them or, or the person in the hallway not wanting to see them or whatever. So I think that's... And again, we talk about we don't fix kids. You don't yeah. fix mental illness. No. You don't fix trauma. But we help them 
give them skills to navigate as they move forward in life. At least that should be our goal. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I'll have to edit that out. No. Well, I mean, just just remember that you know we don't use real names. Yeah, I know. I sound like this set of names. I was gonna say yeah. So I mean, I feel like we we you know stick to Johnny and. Yeah, we so, have so, about I have about eight names. I yeah. Guess. So you went rogue on that one. Just came yeah. up with a whole new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we should I, ending on a positive note. Because um, we did get in some dark stuff, mostly. Yeah, we did. You tried to like get around. I mean, you can do what you can do. But I, I, I do feel like we, um, I do feel like right now the kids have a strong sense of community with each other. Yeah. And are still being overall nice to each other. Agreed. Which nice to our for our kids might not look like what nice to <laughs> for your kids might mean. But I, I really, I'm really so impressed, um, and I love them so much for kind of sensing what's going on and trying not to make other kids frustrated right. or stuff like that. Right. Like these these groups, um, they're I can't commend them enough in these circumstances the, with the fact that they're not they're not killing each other. Right. right? They're exactly. they're they're with the same people living and, you know, going to school and I mean to it's to not have choked somebody out right. seriously is is I say that in all jokingly but like it, they deserve all of the credit in the world right now because it's it's a lot to handle and they're they're you know like you said for our group for our for our here they're doing phenomenal and some of them are like 12 to 14 age where you hate your siblings yeah so they're basically living with siblings <laughs> that aren't siblings and then going to school with those people all day. all day so like you were talking about last week like who gets to use the bathroom right. food all those things you argue about with your siblings they have to navigate all day all day long and then all night. <laughs> and then again in the morning. <laughs> in the morning, right? So it's just like a never-ending like, cycle of that. And they've, like you said, them not wanting to kill each other has been amazing. Amazing. And we've seen some really cool friendships for yeah. us. So, yeah. All right. Well, well, congratulations on every year, man. Uh, yeah, man. Your anniversary. Your anniversary. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know, man. That one felt good. Yeah, yeah. It's only 21 minutes, but I think it was good. Solid. Besides me, at the beginning, I, sometimes when I start getting dark, and then I just keep talking because I'm trying to work myself <laughs> out of it, it just hole. keeps getting darker. <laughs> you can't get out of the black I hole. I can't do it. But yeah, right. I think that was good. Yeah, man. Well, if you, unless you have anything else. That's all. All right. Well, as always, Patrick, I've enjoyed uh, our conversation. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening. We look forward to you guys listening next week and watching as well. Yeah, that's right. Watch. <laughs>